0: Welcome to the Let's Have Breakfast podcast. We're here to talk about all the trials and tribulations in your early 20s and also the amazing things that make these times in your life so great. We'll laugh, cry, talk shit, and drop episodes weekly. So grab a seat at the table and let's have breakfast. And we are back, baby. I am so sorry for leaving you hanging last week. Well, for the topic of this episode... It's all about burnout and let me just say i burnt the fuck out i don't know what happened i just have been going full speed and just i a wave of just like non-productiveness hit me last week where i just was not able to do anything that i needed to get done like there was nothing i could do to convince myself like no amount of coffee no amount of like hanging out with friends nothing there was nothing i could do to make myself productive because i was so burnt out some of that could have to do with mercury being in retrograde like as you know how that goes except technically like i had a reading done and i was told that mercury in retrograde since i was born during mercury retrograde that it doesn't affect me negatively i mean like things will still happen things move you know change whatever but It isn't supposed to like rock my world like it rocks everyone else's. But let me just say, like I saw a ton of people saying they were tired, exhausted, everything. And I was feeling all of that. So I don't know what was in the air, but burnout was coming for everybody. And so was Mercury Retrograde. Not only was all of that going on, but I went to New York. I had a very, very quick trip there. And I would say half of that was travel. So my flight originally was supposed to take off at 1. So I got to the airport around 11. I have like TSA anxiety, even though I have pre-check, like I just have to get there early because otherwise, like I just feel like I'm going to be late. Like it feels like I'm going to be late. I try to make it a whole day experience. Like I'm going to go find my spot, sit there, work on some things and like chill until it's time to board. Well... is not exactly how things went the flight got pushed back until about 4 p.m so i was in the kansas city airport for hours and hours and hours and i wore jeans i whoever convinced me to like semi dress up for my flight this time i have some words for you because i'm not doing that again i know they say like oh dress nice like try and know look good they might upgrade your seat i don't care i don't care anymore i'm (laughs) i'm not doing that again um because i thought so my thought process behind that was as soon as i land in new york i'm going to dinner with my team i will just be ready and i'm hungry because i'm going through a time zone change like everything i'm going to be hungry so i'll just be ready well then i don't land until closer to nine o'clock So once I land, I decided to check a bag. I don't, I didn't have to, and I like, of course, as soon as I landed, I regretted this because I could have just got my bag and been done. But instead, of course, I had to check a bag. I went to go get my bag. I waited probably an hour and a half to pick my bag up. And really the only reason I decided to check a bag is because I'm a little indecisive when it comes to outfits. And like, I, a lot of things don't fit me right now. So I couldn't decide like, okay, on the day of, am I going to like this? So I didn't even really overpack. Like I packed maybe five outfits total, but that's because we were doing multiple things. So we had a client dinner and we had a client meeting. I also thought maybe we were having like, um... I didn't realize we were gonna be like eating at the bar, so I thought we were having like a sit-down team dinner too. Once I landed, which it was too late to do that anyway, so I'm kind of glad it was just very casual. But I thought there would be kind of outfit changes, so I tried to prepare for that, so I didn't feel like oh I just I have to rewear this or whatever. Which I ended up rewearing something um, as I walked the streets of New York because that's where I didn't adequately prepare. Like I didn't prepare for like daily wear or casual wear because all I packed was jeans so then because I wore jeans the whole day on my flight there like I was so sore like just the way the pants were hugging my stomach all day I was so sore like for a week after that I had to go out and buy sweats to wear on my ride home because like there was no way I was putting more jeans on after that But that trip to New York, it was so amazing. It was really great to meet my team. It was great to meet with the clients and learn more about them. Um, They're really amazing. And like, it just is, I think, where I thrive, like being able to meet with people in person and getting to understand them and like in-person communication, like that's my jam. But it also took a lot out of me. I'm not used to being around people um, for hours upon hours at a time. I'm not used to being fully on and, you know, presenting my work um, on a daily basis. And it's a new city. It's a little overstimulating um, and just trying to navigate that. So that already took a lot out of me on top of, um, you know, the time zone change and I don't know about y'all, but like when I'm traveling or in a hotel, I do the most self sabotaging thing. Like I will stay up so much later than I would if I was at home. And I don't know why, because it's like I have this whole space to myself. Like I'm alone and I could willingly choose to go to bed a lot earlier, but it's like I just don't. I don't know. I don't know why I do it, but every time I travel, I do that. Um, so the trip, the travel, took a lot out of me. On top of that, I've been going full speed with all of my ventures. Um, running this podcast, transparently, is not easy. I love running a podcast. I love being able to connect with the community and talk about things that it's like, these are conversations that I have with my friends. These are conversations like I have with myself. Um, and being able to bring this to a bigger audience and further the conversation and talk to you guys, like I love doing that but the legwork behind running a podcast is so insane and it's definitely a team sport, but the legwork of running a podcast does take a lot of work and it really is kind of that team sport where having a team would be so beneficial because I do wanna sit down and record this and talk and have the conversation, but when it comes to clipping out Certain like clipping out aspects of it, editing it, running the social media behind it, uploading it, and um, kind of just maintaining everything that comes with it. Um, It's a lot more than I expected and it's definitely a learning curve because I've never done anything like this before. I know it's making me stronger, but it um, it is something that I've been running full speed with ever since I started. And it is also really easy to get behind on it which is why you guys are getting a late episode because um, because of how much work it does take to put into it. And then I'm also doing other things outside of that. I finally hit my 10K on TikTok. I am so excited. I actually almost shed a tear because it just feels like a long time coming. I've been really working towards this goal for a long time. It was my goal last year to hit 10k and I didn't. And me, like I sh- I really struggle with not hitting goals according to plan. And so that was hard for me. And so like I feel like I've been celebrating like on every single social media I have and like people might be getting annoyed with it, but it is a really big deal for me because I've been working so long and so hard to hit this goal. Um, whereas some, for some, it might not be a major thing, okay, 10,000 followers, but it, for me, means the world, so if you're listening, you follow me, thank you so much, I really appreciate it, like, truly from the bottom of my heart. And then on the other scale of everything that I have going on, that also contributed to me just feeling overall burnt out, I'm trying to start a YouTube channel, it has been on my to-do list for months to edit my first video that I recorded, I wanna say... At the very beginning of April, I recorded this. I've had it, like I'm a content hoarder. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like, I will record the content, I'll sit and do it, but then when it comes to editing it, I really struggle with getting it done, even though I really enjoy it. Like I enjoy sitting down and making sure that things sound correctly or things flow correctly. It matches my personality, but it's just like the actually analytics of it all and like sitting and doing it that I don't enjoy. So I've had that on my roster for a while. I like have already made the YouTube intro and everything. Like I just really, I need to get on my Zoom. I need to get on my Zoom, but that is just a lingering thought. I'm also freelancing for a few businesses, helping my boyfriend out with his social media, Um, trying to help with PR publicity efforts there as well. And then you all know that I am also freelancing for this company that I just went to New York for. Also trying to balance a social life And then just trying to make money period, trying to be lucrative and thinking about um, other opportunities, other ways to make money so I can stack this bread and get myself together. Because this morning, like I've just been sitting and kind of spiraling. I think that that also happens during burnout is like you think about everything you need to be doing, everything that you're not doing right now to further your goals, which is not good. Um, but I've had a lot of thoughts this morning about like, okay, this is where my ultimate goal is right now. I feel like what I'm doing isn't really contributing to that. I'm stressed, it's it's just adding more stress to think about these things in this way, but I can't help but think, okay, I need to be doing X, Y, Z to make sure I'm set up for success in the future. So I'm really just trying to think through more ways that I can make money, in kind of the lifestyle that I have right now because I I know you have to make sacrifices, but I'm also really enjoying this kind of ease that I'm having in my daily routine, being able to wake up and kind of choose my destiny for the day, being able to take my dog on a walk whenever I please, Um, same with going to work out, being able to cook lunch for me and my boyfriend, being able to sit down and strategize and work on things for the client on kind of my own time that is really enjoyable for me. Um, and so I know this has been kind of like a journey of self discovery ever since I started this podcast. But I'm really trying to figure out what my ultimate goal is and how it can make me money. Because at the end of the day, we are in a recession. And unfortunately, 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 money rules the world. So Those are all the things that I've had on my plate, on my radar, on my stress management timeline. It has really been a time for me and I've been running full speed doing all of these activities since before I quit my job but also after I quit my job, it just ramped up. And I think when you are in a space of entrepreneurship and kind of doing your own ventures, you don't really get time off you have time off but not in the same way so like for me I'm always thinking about okay what's a new content idea okay here's what's on my to-do list here's what I know needs to be done for the week and so I just kind of break it up according to day so even Saturdays and Sundays I'm still working on content or working on podcasts working on whatever it may be so While seemingly I might have more free time, I definitely like in my mind, like the consciousness of it all, I feel swamped every day at all times. I'm always thinking about what needs to be done and it has been challenging for me because I am someone who thrives with structure. And so trying to create that for myself while also having all of these lingering to-dos has been hard. Which, I mean, it led me to burnout. And sometimes you need to hit the ground to be able to rebuild. So I'm taking this time to kind of identify what's leading to burnout and figure out how I can improve my schedules, my routines, and my thought process for the future. So before I talk about how to pull yourself out of burnout it's important to identify the spiral first. So there was a post that went viral recently from this psychologist, her name is Naomi Holt, that explained why we're all feeling exhausted right now. So let me read this quick excerpt from the post. No one I know began this year on a full tank. Given the vicious onslaught of the previous two years, let's just call it what it was, most of us dragged ourselves across the finish line of 2021 frazzled, spent, running on edged adrenaline fumes. We crawled into 2022 still carrying shock, trauma, grief, heaviness, disbelief, the memories of surreal existence. And then it began, the fastest hurricane year we could have ever imagined. Whether we consciously process it or not, this has been a year of more pressure, more stress, and a race to catch up in all departments. Every single one. Work, school, relationships, life. Though not intentionally aware, perhaps hopefully the busier we are, the more readily we'll forget. The more easily we will undo the emotional tangle. The more permanently we will wipe away the scarring wounds. We can't. In attempts to recreate some of the semblance of normal on steroids, while disregarding that for almost two years, our sympathetic nervous systems were on full alert has left our collective mental health in tatters. Our children and teens are not exempt. The natural byproduct of fighting a hurricane is complete and utter exhaustion. So before you begin questioning the absolutely depleting and wrung dry state you are in, pause, breathe, remind yourself of who you are and what you have endured, and then remind yourself of what you have overcome. And that is so... When I saw this, because it was it was of course picked up by a media outlet who posted it and like made an article about it. But when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Twenty twenty three has felt good. I mean, in, in all honesty and transparency, twenty twenty three has felt like a year where things have started to pick back up to what some would say is quote unquote normal life again, Um, things have been happening, concerts have started back up, able to see your friends a lot more and see people's faces. People really are not wearing masks anymore. Although I promise you, the airport is one place that my mask will not be leaving my face. In general, things have picked back up, like they never stopped. After going through all of those things, I think a lot of people haven't processed everything. There was so much happening at once. I think more than the average person experiences in their lifetime happened very quickly for all of us at one time. People lost their lives, people lost homes. It was a really challenging and tough time for a lot of people. We just kind of breezed by. Like now that it's 2023, we, it, is like it never happened um you're seeing that come up with some beauty brands now you are seeing that come up with a lot of things in general even like I'll say Twitter like I just got back on Twitter and I'm under an alias so you will not find me but I also have a I do have a public Twitter but I pretty much only scroll on the For You page because I don't really follow a lot of people. I just am trying to see like what culture is trending, what people are talking about. Of course I wanna see like the Met Gala looks and like red carpet, so I had to get back on Twitter. But Elon Musk's Twitter, like I see so many incel and just like racist and homophobic things on a daily basis that I just cannot believe. And so it is like all this work towards health and social justice, it just kind of feels like it got erased. And so it is like this post from the psychologist is really just a reminder that you're feeling exhausted because you just went through some shit. Like you experienced so much in such a short amount of time, you haven't even been been able to process it yet. And so instead of being hard on yourself for everything you are feeling, experiencing, take a moment, breathe, try and recenter yourself and remind yourself that everything is going to be okay. You do not need to move at lightning speed just because things are picking back up. You have time. And I think that is a really good reminder for me because I this has been a year of FOMO for me. If there's a plan I'm going even though maybe my pockets aren't right maybe I shouldn't be out maybe I shouldn't be. it's maybe it's not an outside girl summer for me because of my financial status but it hasn't mattered to me because I feel like I'm gonna miss out on something and I think that comes with being inside for two years and not feeling comfortable to go places and hang out with people and so now that I have that opportunity, it's like it's gonna leave me again, and so I feel like that kind of activates my fight or flight, whether I believe it or not. It's like, oh, I have to go because I don't know if there's gonna be another opportunity like this. But pushing yourself to do things that you know you are not capable or ready for is also going to lead you to burnout and not only is it going to lead you to burnout, but you are also going to spiral. The spiral begins the moment you convince yourself you can do it all. For me, I was trying to convince myself that I can run a podcast, start a YouTube channel, run my TikTok, run my Instagram, have a lemonade, also basically be a stay-at-home girlfriend, clean up the house, pick up dishes, everything, manage all of that. Also, part-time publicist. Also do everything. Everything that I want to do, I convinced myself I can do. Which isn't exactly false, but I just can't do it all at once. And neither can you. You just simply cannot do everything you want to accomplish at one time. If I sat down and said, here are all of my goals, I'm going to execute each and every one of them today. I'd be setting myself up for failure and that's exactly what I was doing, which is why I burnt out because I was reaching for the stars and while that's not impractical, I was not set up to reach for the stars each and every day. And once you start feeling like you can't reach these goals or things aren't going your way, you start to feel like all the hard work you're putting in, like what's it worth? Why am I doing this if I can't reach this goal? which then starts the spiral. So for me, I notice I'm about to spiral and start to burn out when I'm self-sabotaging. This is how, like, that's exactly how I know I'm headed down the wrong path, is when I'm purposefully doing things that are out of my routine or that I know, I have a conscious thought of I should not be doing this and I proceed doing it anyways. For me, that can look like, I know I need to drink water right now, but I'm still gonna have a Sprite instead. I don't even really drink Sprite very often, but it's those things where it's like, I don't even do this. This is not even in my routine and I'm going out of my way to do this thing. That's how I know I'm burning out. It can also look like overloading my to-do list and setting myself up for failure like putting everything on one day. Like I said, I sit down at the top of the week and I write out everything I know I need to get done this week. And I try and break it down each day I wake up. I, I outline what I wanna get done for the day. And sometimes it's not practical. If you know something takes you six hours to work on, adding other tasks that also take you four to six hours on that day is not realistic. So like for me right now, I have edit my YouTube video and edit my podcast on this list. I'm looking at myself like, who do you think's doing that? Because there's no way I'm going to be able to sit for hours at a time and dedicate my full attention to both if I want to get other things throughout the day done. It's setting myself up for failure and then... For me, I'm really motivated by getting things done, being able to cross things off my to-do list. So if I'm only able to cross two things off my to-do list because I wanted to put everything on my list for the day, I'm not gonna feel like I got anything done. And that's also not helpful. So don't set yourself up for failure. Start to notice when you are self-sabotaging or when you're starting to spiral. Start thinking about what your spiral and burnout tendencies are. How do you notice you are about to burn out? Because there's signs you will tell yourself when you are overwhelmed, too exhausted, when things aren't feeling right, you know. But I think we willingly ignore some of these signs because we just want to keep it pushing. We just have to keep going. When in reality, that's going to be less productive than you taking a moment in, in a breather and allowing yourself to take a break before you burn out so let's say you notice these tendencies and you're just like girl who cares i have work to do i have bills to pay this stuff has to get done it doesn't matter well then it's a chain reaction you are going to burn out you're going to start working on things less and less you're going to convince yourself oh well i'll just do it tomorrow morning and you don't wake up early enough tomorrow morning to be able to get it done. You're going to not continue with the habits that you've been working really hard to instill. It's not that you don't want to, but you just can't bring yourself to get things done. You can't bring yourself to go on that morning walk that has been your ritual for the past few weeks. You can't get yourself to sit and read at night because you feel like you need to work on other things instead and you basically break yourself out of this routine that you have worked so hard to build because you are just so burnt out. It's kind of like you're on an IV. Like you're still alive, but you're barely breathing because things are hard. They're hard for you. You are working in overtime and so is your brain. Like not only physically are you working overtime, but your brain is doing so much work. It is sent into full productive mode where you're not giving it a break at all. This is my telltale sign that I really, really am burnt out. I'm having dreams. I'm having the most random ass crazy dreams that make absolutely no sense, but somehow what I'm stressed about is integrated in that dream. And like, that's just how I know because my brain can't even stop when I'm sleeping. That's how I know it is time to take a break, it's time to take a breather, and we need to reassess what is on my plate. Being burnt out is not fun. When you notice these spiral signals, it is really crucial for you to take a break. And I don't mean just like get up and walk for 15 minutes, I mean you need to really reassess and reevaluate some of the things you have going on and you need to figure out how to pick yourself the fuck up. So let's talk about how to do that. The first thing you wanna do when you have burnt out and you really are needing to rebuild, start building a new routine. Something in your current routine is not working and you need to be very, very honest with yourself about that because otherwise you are not allowing yourself to thrive like you deserve. So maybe this looks like you've been trying to force yourself to get up at 5 a.m. and you are not a morning person, but people on TikTok are like, oh no, I have the best days when I wake up at 5 a.m. and I get all these things done. But if that is not you, stop trying to fit a puzzle piece that doesn't fit. Maybe you're more productive at night and so it makes more sense for you to stay up a little bit later and work on things and then wake up a little bit later but still have those same amount of crucial hours in the day. You are the owner of your destiny, and if something that is traditional doesn't work for you, try something new. Do things that make sense for you within your routine. So when you burn out, right, you start to be kind of a little negative towards yourself. You're upset, you can't figure out why you would self-sabotage yourself or why You can't just get up and do the thing. It's really, really frustrating and it's easy to be hard on yourself, but I challenge you to not do that. Do something nice for yourself instead. Burnout should not be a punishment, but it should be more of a warning sign. Burnout is telling you that you've been doing the most and not in a good way, so you need to slow down and reevaluate, but it really should not be a punishment for you. The something you do for yourself doesn't have to cost money or energy, but it should be something you love to do. I mean, it can cost money. It can be your energy. But I'm in the process of trying to unlearn rewarding myself through things that cost. Because I'm very much like a Oh, I just I just did something great. Okay, food, like or getting myself a coffee because I know I'm gonna I know I want to have a productive day, and so I'm rewarding myself for the work that I'm doing ahead of time. I'm trying to move out of, out of that, but if that's your jam and that's your vibe, please do it. But I'm just also trying to offer alternatives for those of you who want to be kind to yourself and show yourself love without having to break the bank. So that could look like a bath. A nice bath, maybe you have some Epsom salt, you pour yourself up, you wanna watch maybe a show while you're in the bath, or maybe you just wanna listen to a meditation. I love, I think her name is Ariana Elizabeth on YouTube. Ah, her meditations, like her 30 day meditation challenge. I just will like replay those videos all the time because she is so amazing and it's so relaxing and it just puts me in a great mindset. So maybe you take a bath. I know some people are anti-bath. They don't want to sit in their own dirty water, whatever. Maybe you take a shower before so you can have a relaxing bath. You could also go on a hot girl walk, listen to this podcast, or maybe you listen to some of your favorite songs. You make a playlist of all these songs you love that pour positivity into your life. You could listen to another podcast. I have great recos. If you ever want to actually have a video on TikTok that includes some of my recommendations for podcasts, You could also buy yourself some flowers. It's always nice to have live flowers in my house. I love it, it just kind of brightens up the space. And they smell good. Like I feel like for a long time I couldn't smell flowers, but like now, I don't know if that's like an older older woman tendency, but my flowers smell amazing now. So go to Trader Joe's, get yourself a little $6.99 pack of flowers, and that will, you know, do you great for a week, maybe a week and a half. You can go see family that lives far away. Doing things that fill your heart with joy is the most important here when you're doing something nice for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you don't want it to be super calculated, and the goal here is to give your brain a rest. So you don't want it to get so analytical and so planned out that you have to overthink and like now you're stressed about doing this nice thing for yourself. It shouldn't be that. It should be kind of simple, easy, and just leaves you refreshed. The last thing you want to do when you are burnt the fuck out and you need to get a grip, you need to reevaluate your commitments. And I'm sorry to say it, it's not going to be easy. That's actually going to be the hardest part because you're gonna have to reevaluate your commitments and you might have to take some things out. The reality is you probably have too much on your plate and you are overextending yourself, which is why you burnt out. So what you need to do, oh, y'all not gonna like this. You're going, You are going to have to look at all the hats you are wearing and figure out how you can minimize some of those responsibilities. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to take things completely off your plate, but if you are involved in multiple different organizations, maybe you need to take a step back from one of them, or maybe you need to reduce your role in one of them. But it doesn't always have to be work-related or activity-related, involvement-related. It can look like rescheduling plans with your friends and I know I'm like a huge advocate like spend time with your friends enjoy your time but maybe you really don't have the time Tuesday night and you're exhausted after work and you just can't you've been excited but you are trying really hard to muster up the energy and you just can't seem to find it. It's okay to reschedule and I know it's not easy because we're adults and Everyone has different things going on and maybe this pushes your plans back by three weeks. Like that is realistic because it's really hard to replan with people. I get that. But don't fill space with energy you don't have. It's not fair to the other person you are meeting and it's not fair to you because you are going to be absent the whole time during the time you're supposed to be spending with your friend because all you can think about is everything you're stressed about. And instead of giving yourself that time to take a break or switch gears, you're just kind of wasting their time and it's not fair to anyone involved. Um, so it's okay to reschedule. It's okay to reschedule plans with your friends. It can also look like taking PTO to catch up on some of your other priorities. But I recommend taking at least one day of PTO a month if you're able to just to recharge. Work is a lot. It is really stressful and it almost consumes your life. So you need a break from that too. And I think weekends really don't help. Like They're helpful, of course, but they aren't really the opportunity to catch up. That's just your opportunity to catch up on home duties and things you weren't able to do when you were home. And it feels like you kinda have to overload your weekends because you wanna pick up and clean, but you also wanna see your friends and do fun things. So I highly recommend taking your PTO when you can and plan accordingly, but take your PTO period like that PTO needs taken. It's there for a reason. So make sure you're taking it. But if you're able to take kind of like that mental health day to be able to catch up on your priorities, catch up on sleep, whatever that may be, do that. And then also maybe you need to take a break from doing something like I did with this podcast last week. I couldn't do it. And I needed that extra energy and I don't feel bad about it. I love you guys so much. I appreciate all the listeners, but sometimes people need breaks and it's a really hard decision for the person on the other end to make, but take a break, take a break. Like people are not going to be mad at you. People are very understanding more than you may think. And so if you need a break from something, please take it. And I just want to remind you that you don't owe anyone an explanation for taking the time you need for yourself. Um, So when you need that break, take it. Obviously, like besides your boss and like whoever you may report to, like you do kind of owe them an explanation if you're late or (laughs) need to take um, an emergency day off or anything like that. But you know what I mean. You don't owe people an explanation for needing to take time for yourself, needing to take a break, needing whatever you may need, like, it's your business, remember that. Hopefully burnout and mercury retrograde didn't completely rock your world like it did mine, I had a challenging time, but I'm picking myself the fuck up this week. There is light at the end of the tunnel and you can do this. Burnout is not easy, but know you have a community of people to support you and you always have me. So do something this week to cherish yourself and be there for you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate any reviews, likes, responses, whatever you may think I want to hear it and make sure you follow us at breakfast.pod. Thanks for listening.